Good morning, everybody, and welcome to chapel. I want to give a special welcome to those who are visiting with us this morning. Um, we hope you're enjoying your time here at Goshen and continue to enjoy it this weekend. As you can see, the thumbprint canvas that you created is in the front. And our chapel theme for today is Who Am I? Stories about college and faith. So we all identified ourselves by putting our thumbprint on the canvas. In a way, we were subconsciously sharing our personal stories or sharing a part of who we are. Today, we will be verbally hearing stories and will gain a better sense of where other students are coming from. We asked our speakers to share where they were at with God and faith. Just how not every thumbprint is the same, not every story is the same either. Hopefully these differing stories will speak to you in one way or another, and you will leave here with a reflective mind and a curious heart. Now I'm going to do the lighting of the um, peace lamp as a reminder that God is present in this space with us. Let us pray. God, thank you for another beautiful day. Be with us this morning as we dig deeper into who we are with others and with you. I pray for the safe return of those who are visiting this weekend and for the rest of us as we continue in our time of busyness. Bless us as we enter this space of worship. Amen. If you would, stand and greet those around you by passing the peace. You can be seated. Our call to worship this morning is based on responses that we um, got to a poll. And the question we asked was, what three to five words describe where you are in your journey with faith and spirituality? So this is a call to worship based on that. Where are you? I am seeking Christ always, refreshed but gearing up for a dry year. I am at a reverence for life. I am exploring, questioning, wanting, searching, loving, deepening at peace. Where are you? I am spiritual, somewhat sporadically. I am peace in mystery. I am at peace, but I am also questions, and I am uncertainty, mysticism, ministry, discernment, unorthodox, committed, in a good place. Where are you? I am at peace. Good morning, everyone. If you could please stand and open your green Sing the Story book. So, sorry, this is the Sing the Journey. I always get them mixed up. So I'm just going to say the green one to number 64. Number 64 in the green. The words will also be projected above. Somos el cuerpo de Cristo. We are the body of Christ. Hemos oído el llamado. We've answered yes to the call.
so excited today to hear the stories of three fellow students and friends. Our first speaker is Aaliyah Bird, who's a second-year elementary education major, worship assistant, and a double minor in Spanish and TESOL. Our second speaker is Jose Ortiz, an ML second-year biochemistry major in psychology minor, and a cross-country runner, and a great SST friend. <laughs> and uh, the third speaker is Taylor Zare, who is a junior transfer student for Northwest Ohio, and also an elementary education major like Aaliyah. Um, today's scripture reading from the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verses 9 through 17, takes place after Jesus has washed the feet of his disciples and before he is betrayed and the passion narrative begins. Jesus is speaking with his disciples and tells them that they are his friends. He chose them and he already loves them. In order to keep living in this divine love, Jesus, as a friend, informs them of one necessity, that they mirror God's love in themselves. As my Abba has loved me, so have I loved you. Live on in my love, and you will live on in my love, if you keep my commandments, just as I live on in Abba God's love and have kept God's commandments. I tell you all this, that my joy may be yours, and your joy may be complete. And this is my commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. And you are my friends, if you do what I command you. I no longer speak of you as subordinates, because a subordinate does, doesn't know a superior's business. Instead, I call you friends, because I have made known to you everything I have learned from Abba God. It was not you who chose me. It was I who chose you to go forth and bear fruit. Your fruit must endure, so that whatever you ask of Abba God in my name, God will give you. This, this command, command I give you, you that, that you love one another. Good morning. 
As Danny said, my name is Aaliyah Bird, and this is my story. In March of 2014, I sat in the back of a worn-down church in Grand Guaf, Haiti. I looked at the improv roof, tin panels that had been tied to trees to keep the congregation dry from the warm rain that was falling from the sky and puttering on the roof. As I sat, I listened while the youth were in a circle in the dark with no air conditioning or electricity at all throughout the city. They were praising God. They were speaking Haitian Creole, and even though I couldn't understand their words, I could understand their passion. I thought to myself, how can people the same age as me who have gone through so much, an earthquake, riots and bombs right outside of their home, and some who have lost their parents or have no family at all, sit there and worship the Lord with such heart? I can't do that, and look at all the things that I have. I had just gotten a new home phone, I moved to a new house, and I had a church that Yes, also had a tin roof, but it also had four strong walls connecting it. I even had enough money to book the plane ticket and come to this children's home to walk around in a new skirt and fancy sandals while some of those kids walked around barefoot or with non-matching shoes just because they wanted to keep their feet clean. I realized then that my intentions for this trip were dead wrong. I wasn't going to save these kids, but they were going to save me. Heart to Heart Haiti, a children's home, church, and school, serves over 1,000 people. Not every child that lives there is an orphan, but they stay there to be able to go to school instead of walking from their villages every day, which could be up to five hours away by foot. I was shocked at their dedication to education, to church, and to each other. And in that moment, I wanted nothing more than to be able to speak their language. So I opened my Bible and I prayed, Lord, just tell me understand. And then, like God had been waiting for me to say those words my entire life, Ridley Raymond, a 16-year-old boy who left his family when he was seven to get an education, came up and said, Hey, Leah, want me to translate for you? I was shocked yet again. As we sat, he opened his Bible and explained what verses the youth group was reading, what the young students were saying, and also what he thought about it all. Ridley and I still talk, and I've seen him twice since this trip, and I hope to see him again in December. But I don't think he will ever know the impact he's had on my life. Ridley is one of those all-around extraordinary kids. He's funny, athletic, smart, musically talented, the best helper, and just an all-around caring person. He proved this when he sat with me, a selfish, rich, entitled, in his eyes, white or blah American that came to his home thinking that they needed me when in all reality I needed them. Ridley and all of the people I interacted with at Heart to Heart made me change my whole life and it was because of their simple decision to serve the Lord. God was using them to wake me up, and it worked. I changed the track that I wanted to study, the place I saw myself living after college, and basically my entire thoughts on what the world was. I'm an education major because I want to go back and work with those students, or students like them who value paper and pencil more than we value our iPhones. I want to help them make a pathway for kids like Rudley and others like his brother Iliazu, or kids like Amanio, who's 25 but was just able to leave high school last year because he didn't have the resources. Or kids like Bebe, whose mother tried to poison her because they were so poverty-stricken that she can no longer bear the pain of seeing her children grow up hungry. But instead, she ended up killing herself, leaving Bebe and her sisters without a home. But I am blessed to know her and to have her call me mama when I visit. These are the reasons that I'm at Goshen College, a school that encourages global travel, learning about other cultures, but most importantly, just genuinely caring about human beings. Goshen has taught me more about myself in the past year and two months than I had ever expected. 
I continue to be motivated by the passion each student has, whether it's passion for soccer or basketball or softball or for choir or the North Dakota pipeline. We are a school who cares, and I want to be a part of that. I want to be a person who cares, who can look at those who aren't as privileged as I am and say, here, I'll do whatever it is you need me to, not here, I know what's best, just do what I say. Just like Ridley did with me when he came by my side and made the Bible honestly seem like it was a book I had never read before. I wish for all students that GC can be a place, no matter what you might have experienced, that when you look back in your life, you can say, without a doubt, Goshen College made me more of who I am. And it helped me see who I was, what my beliefs are, and what I find important. So whether we disagree with everything, or we think that those who do disagree are a little delusional, we get to be who we are. And just as GC calls us to come as we are, God does the same thing with all of our doubts, with all of our burdens, our worries, and just the straight up crap that we have to deal with. God wants us to come as we are. I learned that on that warm, rainy March night in Grand Guave when I came with so many assumptions and ideas, which may not have been wrong, but God opened my mind and he made me see that this is who I truly am and the person I thought I was before is nothing compared to the person I can be. At this time, as a worship assistant, I would ask you to stand as we start our next song.
My name is Jose Ortiz. Uh, this is my journey with faith. Uh, so throughout my childhood, I was never really interested or very curious about church or God. I wasn't very involved. I went because my mom and my dad took me, like some of us. And it wasn't that enjoyable because they expected me to know what's going on. They, they tell me after church, so what happened? And here I am, like a little seven-year-old, like, eh, I don't know. There's a cool song. And then... As I got older, there was these uh, classes we have to take because as a Catholic, there's uh, the baptism, the first communion, and the confirmation. And for confirmation, by that time, I was a freshman in high school, and I was just about ready to be done with church and just not feel committed anymore. <clears throat> and not feeling so pressured to go. But around this time as well, my dad was deported to Mexico. so. A lot of things were going on for a freshman in high school. Um, I was kind of angry about this, and I, but aside from that, I didn't really know how to feel. I didn't know what to think, but I thought as long as I'm almost done with church, it's good. I don't have to worry about that. Um, when I finished my confirmation, all that celebration ended, I thought that I was done, but I wasn't. My uh, Sunday school teacher, she was a really cool lady, and she had called and asked if I wanted to be an usher for the church, and I really didn't want to be an usher for the church. <laughs> but she was really cool, she was really nice. She, was, um, she would always bring tamales to class, and she would never yell at me for falling asleep in class, <laughs> which happened kind of often. So that was something I felt like I needed to do. And I said, yes, I'll do it. And I didn't really think about like staying for a long run, I just thought, oh, I'll do it once or twice, and then go back home. But I stayed there for two years as an usher, so I stayed for the long run. <laughs> and this is how my faith started to grow. The first day as an usher, I felt God's presence in my life like I've never felt it before. It was something new. Um, I was hurting from losing my dad, and it felt like God spoke to me right then and there, like he wanted me to be there, like he chose that moment specifically, chose me to be an usher, and chose me to listen to that passage. I don't know what the passage was, I forget. But it, it described how I was feeling, and it was like it was talking to me. He reached out a hand, and I felt like he was offering help. So after that, I stayed, and I really enjoyed being an usher. I felt my identity start to form. I felt myself as a part of my community. I got to meet a lot of new people and relationships that I wouldn't have had if it wasn't an usher. And after that, um, a friend from church invited me to be the youth testimony at a men's retreat, which was like 40 random people from my church, 45-minute testimony about my life and like how God has impacted me. So I was like, eh, not feeling that. <laughs> but like being an usher, I thought maybe God had a plan. And so I went for it, said, go for it. And it was great because I got to meet these people. I opened up about some things that happened to my dad and some like things I wasn't really expressing at that time. So I had a lot of support from these people and I had a great community uh, helping me out. And even today they support me and 
pushed me to strive for my goals. So I'm really happy for the community I was able to form um, on this journey with faith. And this is my hope for GC as well, that all these people from such different backgrounds, from different places, different stories, can come together and just share your experiences, grow and support each other throughout these four years in college. Um, GC has made me th think about being more intentional with my faith, especially right now in college in this transformative time. And it's shown me different ways to grow in my spiritual life beyond what I knew before. I'm also thankful for the, for the, I'm also thankful for the community that it has given me, especially the cross-country team, Yoder One, and the ministry leaders. So I hope GC can foster great, great relationships and expand your spiritual life as well. Hello, I'm Taylor Zare. Um, like Danny said, I'm a third year transfer student at GC this year. Um, and I just wanted to talk to you about my first semester at college. Um, so in the fall of 2013, I arrived at school and I guess you could say I was feeling pretty cocky, uh, pretty confident in uh, knowing who I was and uh, confident in my ability to make friends and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> But let me tell you, coming to college was a lot harder than I expected. I had grown up in the same town my whole life. I had never moved um, since I was two. And so moving was a lot harder than I thought. And, um, you know, college. So <laughs> it was just almost as if I had skipped the teen angst phase in high school and just decided to do it in college instead. Uh, so I was sleep deprived. I was always tired. Um, I didn't know where I fit in, and I didn't have any relationships that, that felt established to me. Um, and to top it off, all that confidence that I had thought that I had seemed to just run away when I realized that I was in a school full of a bunch of new pretty girls. So um, I'm guessing <laughs> some of you can um, kind of relate. It was really dumb, but it was really difficult. Um, and in this time, I was really just learning about being honest with God about how I was feeling and not sugarcoating what was really happening with what I wanted to be able to say. Um, that's been like kind of a theme in my life recently is that I am want to live out of the truth, but then when you're trying to do that and things are really hard, sometimes it can turn into you um, ignoring how you're feeling it, ignoring what's really going on um, and not being honest with yourself about what you're going through and not being honest with other people. <laughs> Um, so that was three years ago, and a lot has happened since then, but today I'm finding myself in a similar place. Uh, I just transferred to Goshen um, after two years of school and a year off, and now I'm finding myself struggling with things that I never expected to be struggling with, and sometimes feeling completely at a loss for how to do life. Um, Sometimes I even feel embarrassed to meet people here because I don't feel like this awesome person um, all the time that people would want to know. But I just want to encourage you guys really um, to take the time to be real with yourselves, um, to really, it's so hard to be alone at school because you're constantly surrounded by people. So I just really want to encourage you um, to take time to be alone and be real with yourself um, to be real with God because he can handle it, um, even if you think that he can't. 
he's, he won't cringe, I promise. And um, also to be real with others and the people around you. Um, and be willing to ask for help. I feel like there's so many resources on this campus, like between the counselors and the ministry leaders, and there's just so many people that care about you um, and really want to have a relationship with you. Um, something I really love about Goshen College already is that I can tell that this is a place where people want to, um, they want to be able to be real and have people come on the campus um, and know that they're loved right where they're at right now. Um, and I think that the way that we're gonna cultivate, cultivate that is by really cultivating friendships with people um, where people are willing to love you and share the hard stuff with you and not just the easy stuff. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to encourage you if you're really struggling right now like I am to really go out and um, take that chance and share with other people um, and to know that you're valuable regardless of the things that aren't put together in your life today. Thank you. If you could please stand again and take out, if you'd, if you'd like to use the hymnal, please take out the blue one and turn to 506. 506, I sought the Lord. I'd like to share a few opportunities of ways to get connected with faith opportunities at Goshen College. There are many opportunities to participate in faith-based activities at Goshen. Some of the opportunities include singing at hymn club or Taze, going to Unity, praying liberation theology prayers by Sabeel, participating in the Fellowship of Christian Athletes or Faith and Vocation lunches, and getting involved in one of the many churches in the Goshen area. To learn more about these opportunities, you can contact Campus Ministries, talk to one of the worship assistants or MLs, or keep an eye out for details in the communicator and on posters around campus. Um, please stand for the benediction. We gather as pilgrims on a journey of faith. We come from many different places and with many stories. May you find community here 
which cares for you, nurtures your faith, and shows you the love of God. May God shine in our hearts with the light of love, and may God's presence be known through Jesus of Nazareth. Go in peace.